is from St. Paul's first letter to Timothy. Let us be attentive. Timothy, my son, this saying is sure and worthy of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. And I am the foremost of sinners, but I received mercy for this reason, that in me, as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display his perfect patience for an example to those who were to believe in him for eternal life. To the King of ages, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory to ages of ages. Amen. Peace be with you, the reader. hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Let us be attentive. Glory to you, O Lord. Glory At that time, as Jesus drew near to Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging, and hearing a multitude going by, he inquired what this meant. They told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by, and he cried out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And those who were in front rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and commanded him to be brought to him. And when he came near, he asked him, What do you want me to do for you? He said, Lord, let me receive my sight. And Jesus said to him, Receive your sight. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight, and he followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, gave praise to God. Peace be with you who proclaim the gospel. Good morning. During the course of this sermon, 
I want each of you who can see to close your eyes and keep them closed. I'd like you to keep your eyes closed and try to imagine what it would like be like to be blind. For all of us that can see, we can never truly understand what it is like to be blind, but let us try to get a sense of what that might be like. According to biblical scholars, the most common cause of blindness in Jesus' time was trachoma. Trachoma is a disease which begins with an infection of the eye, often caused by flies or other insects. In Jesus' time, poor sanitation and meager diets caused many diseases and afflictions, such as blindness. Blindness was somewhat common in ancient Israel, mentioned scores of times throughout the Old and New Testaments. Today, however, blindness causing trachoma is easily cured with antibiotics. But blindness from trachoma didn't disappear from the earth with advancements in modern medicine. Although trachoma is almost non-existent in the United States, this is not true of many third world countries. Today, due to poor sanitation and limited access to antibiotics, an estimated 8 million people worldwide have problems with their vision or completely blind due to this easily preventable disease. Trachoma, as do all other diseases, strike without regard to one's life circumstances. The sinful as well as the righteous Adults as well as children, Christians as well as non-Christians, are struck by disease, tragedy, and sudden death. We have all seen bad things happen to good people. We look at the suffering and injustice in today's world, and we cannot help but cry out, Where are you, Jesus, when there is so much needless suffering in the world? Where are you, Jesus? I can't see you. In our gospel lesson this morning, the blind man, too, like us, wanted to see Jesus. Imagine this poor blind man calling after Christ, asking Jesus to heal him. Think of the blind man's predicament in first century Palestine. Unlike today, there was no way to support himself, no help from the government, no dignity in his disability, no technology to help, and to top it off, He was scorned by some as if he deserved his predicament. Notice that the gospel did not say that he was born blind like the man born blind described in the ninth chapter of John. Rather, the blind man in today's gospel of Luke was probably afflicted with blindness later in life, perhaps from trachoma, which was common then, and could remember what it was like to be able to see. He knew that what he was missing. He may have looked back at his life before he was blind and thought, what, Lord, did I ever do to deserve this? Sometimes bad things happen to good people. This blind man heard about Christ. Christ's miracles were known around the area. The blind man had hope, not only in what he heard about Christ, but he also had hope from what he heard in the Bible. The blind man obviously knew the Holy Scriptures, considering his response to the situation. 
Probably one time when he was in the synagogue, a rabbi told him that the Messiah, the anointed one of God, the Christ, would be a descendant of David, since this was prophesied 700 years earlier by the prophet Isaiah. So when the blind man cried out, Son of David, have mercy on me, he demonstrated his faith in Jesus as the Messiah, the Christ, the anointed one. The blind man probably understood that the Messiah would bring healing to the sick and the afflicted, as it was also foretold by Isaiah when the prophet wrote, quote, In that day the deaf will hear the words of the book, and out of gloom the darkness and darkness the eyes of the blind will see. The blind man knew that God always keeps his promises. Although he was physically blind, he was certainly not spiritually blind. The blind man saw Jesus even before he was healed. The blind man saw Jesus physically. Although he didn't see him physically, he certainly saw Jesus spiritually. As he spent time with Christ, his spiritual eyesight became stronger. At first, he called Jesus Son of David. But if we read today's gospel lesson carefully, we notice that the blind man called Jesus Lord before he was healed. As he spent time with Jesus, his spiritual eyesight became stronger. How many of us still have our eyes closed? Some of us can't go five minutes without opening our eyes because we are dependent on our physical eyesight. It's hard for most of us to imagine going through a whole lifetime while being physically blind. However, we can get along. We can still get by. But much, much, much worse is how frightful it is to imagine going through life spiritually blind. Oblivious to God's workings all around us, oblivious to his love, and oblivious to his mercy and forgiveness. God has acted and he continues to act in the world today. The fact that we are meeting here makes God's continued work in the world visible to us right here and right now. And why are we here? We gather every Sunday as a Christian family to celebrate God's victory over the power of sin and death. By his death and resurrection, he made salvation from this world's darkness possible. We too, like the blind man, can see Jesus today despite the darkness in the world. We may not see God physically, not yet anyway, but we can see God spiritually. We must keep our spiritual eyes on the Lord. Despite the darkness in this world, with its sin, sickness, death, and injustice, we know that God will show his mercy to the poor and the afflicted in the second coming. Today's gospel reading about the healing of the blind man is but a foretaste of the divine justice that we will see in the kingdom of God. We do not yet see the fulfillment of God's promise of his coming kingdom in its fullness, but, like the blind man, 
we are still waiting for the fulfillment of some of God's promises. We are still waiting to see the resurrection of the dead in the life in the age to come. But if we, like the blind man, keep our spiritual eyes on the resurrected Lord, we will see the fulfillment of God's promises. We will see divine justice. We will see the place of eternal joy and blessedness as promised in the book of Revelation. Never again will they hunger, never again will they thirst, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Amen.